Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after the uh, hilarity of Brighton, we arrive at Burnley in our club by club breakdown. Um, I think tiredness is setting in, <laughs> but we're determined. We're going to do Burnley. We're going to do justice and service to Burnley, and we're going to have a quick chat about last season, um, where they found themselves. Uh, some players that were good, not only for fantasy but for the team. We're sort of bridging the fantasy and real world gap. Uh, we'll have a little talk about them and their aims, what their aims should be, according to a couple of armchair assholes like us for the season upcoming. Ian has been uh, leading these club by clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a bit of a stretch with his interesting like... facts because, as you don't know an awful lot about football you're thinking about the people who might be coming to this this season um i don't think for, to the premier league for the first time yeah. who should i support what should i look for um if you're thinking of getting involved in either watching football and you haven't been so far or what uh joining fancy premier league and as we said today's uh segment is burnley so ian how are we doing <laughs> On the interesting Burnley facts. Do you know they've got a really nice crest? Yes, it's very nice. I was just looking at uh, why. What I've is? Some... Yeah, what is the? Uh, I got two. The history of that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ah, uh, it's the coat of arms of Burnley. I think. Yeah. Yeah, town's coat of arms. There's a stalk at the top. Uh, refers to the Starkey family who were prominent in Burnley area um... <laughs> oh the two B's refer to the town's busy ambience oh. clever <laughs> yes the saying oh apparently busy as a bee was uh, saying that was christened there it was interesting fact. I really like their crest it's nice isn't it yeah it's one of the nicer crests I think in the uh, Premier League it is very much so. Uh, <laughs> they have a 30-match unbeaten run in 1921, which stood yeah. as the longest stretch until they were beaten by Arsenal. That's um, quite the stat. <laughs> so that stood for 74 years then. Mm. What else have Burnley got about them factually? What's What else is significant in their history? Uh, should we read in the top 10 now <laughs> I'm you trying just to pick... google top 10 Burnley facts and yeah you know. and then I'm trying to pick the best ones oh dear oh dear how about oh so they, they're one of only three teams to have won all four divisional titles along with Wolves and Preston North End that's quite an interesting fact that is I was going to say we should probably mention the quite significant fact that they've been English champions on two occasions. That's pretty big. That's a pretty big deal, certainly in the history of a club. They've also won the second tier three times, the third tier one time, and the fourth tier one time, which buttresses your earlier point with some more information. Mm, so their first major honour came in 1914 when they beat Liverpool in the last final to be played at Crystal Palace. The yep. cup final was uh, was historic. In the King George V became the first reigning monarch to be present uh, to present the club 
the winning captain. Fantastic. Yeah, that's So they've won cool. an FA Cup. They've won a Charity Shield. They have a really nice crest. And they've won various other defunct, or they've been involved in various other defunct or regional championships as well. Oh, apparently uh, they began as a rugby club. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. Burnley, one of the oldest clubs in the country. Yeah. Formed in 1882, so that's 138 years ago. They were formed on the 18th of May, my birthday. No way. In 1882, 101 years exactly after Burnley's formation, I was born. Ain't that crazy? That's a good fact. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it's not relevant to anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah you realise they can't see the photographs that you're looking at yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> some really nice photos actually on their website yeah, um, they're, yeah so they're a historic club they've got a lot of weight behind them returned to the Premier League a few seasons ago been a bit of a yo-yo club recent seasons um, seem to somehow managed to stay in the division uh, without a significant outlay which is probably a nice little segue to going on to probably Burnley's most important bit about this summer the best piece of business they can do is to keep the manager I think been a lot of rumblings around Sean Dyche as to whether he's he feels he can take Burnley any further without a little more loosening or financial purse strings um, I think it would be one of them where sometimes a guy takes a club a long way on his back a little bit like Eddie Howe at Bournemouth earlier ones you think of like Kerbishley at Charlton years ago and when that person ends up leaving the club they tank well, surely and he's... I think that could be what the fate that waits for Burnley yeah. unfortunately is if he not looking leaves. for his next challenge do you think anyway I don't know really I think sometimes uh, I mean I'm well I'm not a football manager I've been involved in football but sometimes even in everybody's everyday life you you're doing a task or a hobby or you're working a job or you're doing some study or whatever you eventually you probably hit a wall and think I've done all that I'm inclined to do I've done all that I've I've got out of it what I feel I can get out of it. Yeah, Jesus. I just Googled him and it says in October, since joining in October 2012, he guided them to two promotions back to back. And yep. and then they're in the Premier League in three seasons, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit like Wilder, perhaps, at Sheffield United as well. I mean, if he decides that he's going to leave there, will the team fall apart? I mean, some of the players have been playing for him since League One. Um. So, yeah, it's it's a difficult one I think they must keep hold of him and the chairman's really got to be talking to him and saying you know seeing if they can come to some sort of compromise but they've let a few players go that by all accounts it seems in his interviews that he didn't want to leave the club he wanted new contracts offered to him they weren't offered um, one of them being Jeff Hendrick who has left and gone to Newcastle I believe he signed for um, we should point out this is the 25th of August so when we're talking about all this in terms of transfers the transfer window is not yet complete um, but as it stands there have been no well if there have been any incomings there are no significant ones at Burnley certainly none for the first team 
I think they need somebody up top. I think they need a, a goal scorer um, to try and buttress the fact that they've got a killer defence. I mean, in terms of fantasy football, just shifting over there for a moment. Pope's 14 clean sheets last season was a fantastic... Everyone had him pretty much, didn't they? They did. Well, he was... He was undroppable wasn't he I mean he was he was cheap and brilliant yeah I mean 14 clean sheets were incredible didn't you say you said strikers didn't you say Rodriguez at one point yep he had, he had a very and then small Barnes. purple patch towards the end of the season Barnes as well everyone got behind in the first um, half didn't they as well they did but it didn't really pan out I think latterly Chris Wood was probably their best performing goal scorer towards the end of the season but, you know, I mean, the real cream was in Tarkovsky and me at the back and Pope, that triangle with Peters and Bardsley either side who were picking up points as well. Um, and I can't see that it's really going to be a lot different this year. I think they could be. I mean, their aims, as we said, as purists, your aim should be to try and win whatever competition you're in, the league, the cup, whatever it is. But... At the end of the season, realistically, I think if Burnley stay up, they're going to be... Happy. Happy, yeah. Well, he's, he'll see out his contract then, won't he? Mm-hmm. Daesh, if he stays, yeah. if they stay up, not a bad way to end up. No, definitely not. Um, but yeah, I, I can't see them doing too much else. The squad's fairly thin, so the more competitions you're in... The deeper you go into those competitions, the harder it's going to be on your players. Yeah, it's a shame. I like Burnley as a club. I think they they have got a they've got a nice vibe about them. They're not flashy. They're traditional, um, and I'd like to see them stay in the league. Yeah. If you're a newcomer, as you was delivering the facts on, hmm. um. Then yeah. That's... Sorry, I was just googling to see if there's any transfer rumours or news for Burnley, and there's yeah. nothing. Well, that's why Burnley are the team for you because there's no transfer news. They're not getting bound up in it. Um, I think if there is someone to pick out further forward, you're hoping that Dwight McNeil continues to progress and that you don't lose him. If you're a Burnley fan, and uh, to anyone looking. That's why, why you deliver these facts, Ian, for the, the person who knows nout about football and is interested. Um, yeah, that's reasons why you should back them. They've got a nice history, nicely run club, a very endearing nice manager, badge. and a lovely crest. Mm, those colours are brilliant, aren't they? They are. Was it Claret, Claret and blue. Yeah. Yep. Love it. Beautiful. Is that it? Are we done? Is that 11 minutes? I think the, 11, the quickest one. <laughs> that might be the 11 minute Burnley stint. I don't really know what else to say. I mean, obviously, in terms of, like we said, strengthening, you need more goals. You could probably do with a little bit more creativity in midfield. Um, you don't want to lose any of the, the cream of your playing staff. I think Ben Mee has signed a new deal, for, possibly. I'm not sure. I, I think I might have seen something a while back that he extended his contract. Um, a, lot, a lot of the players they've got, are they the ones that they came up with? Or are they ones yeah, that they've Yeah, I think a significant amount are, yeah. So they've literally not... They've, they can't have spent much the last two seasons then. So they they've, must be sitting I mean, they've been living off small fees and free transfers and lower league buys and things like that. So they must have a decent amount of a key. Yes, but 
I suppose if they fear going down, it why depends. Would they spend? Yeah, if you go down, if you start breaking up the way that you're running things. I mean, it's like us Norwich. We went down this season without really spending too much money, but we'd effectively decided that the 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 club was more important than the Premier League status, and really a tasty parachute payment. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, the problem is, it's a financial game as well, isn't it? Like, the finances are only ever spiralling upwards, and more and more teams, even like we've touched on with the likes of Villa and whatnot, and, t- and Leeds and teams who are coming up into the league, have money. Wolves, when they came up. So, you might be in the Premier League getting money, but you're getting, like, billionaire-backed teams joining the Premier League and stuff like that, and it's only going to make it harder and harder. And, ultimately, Burnley will have they'll reach a tipping point where they have to do what everybody does which is to say we're going to roll the dice or we aren't and we're going to roll the dice banking on our status as a Premier League team now or we're not I mean money doesn't always work out Birmingham had money and went down Fulham spent 100 million last year and went down you know there's other examples Um, but in the end the way you coach and put together a team is fine, but every team, in some way, shape, or form, needs competition. They need fresh blood. They need competition for first-team places to keep the motivation of the guys who are there as well. And hopefully, they'll manage to get a few faces in the door. But if they're letting people like Jeff Hendrick go, you know, it's hard to see what their ultimate aim is. I mean, especially if the manager wanted to keep them, who are you going to be offering the contract to? Who are you going to be buying? Who's who's going to replace these players? Like, wh- where are you going to look to get better deals? You know. Um. So ultimately, it's about the ambition of the club, and unfortunately, the ambition of the club is only going to be matched by spending some money at some point to bring in the additional quality that you need to make a step up. Shit. Yeah. Tough times. <clears throat> but yeah, in terms of players segueing hardly into uh, fantasy again, in terms of players to pick this, I mean, you've you've got to look at Pope, Tarkovsky, me, Peters, Barsley. They all did fairly well on the points last season. Tarkovsky mm. especially, and Pope. You're criticising my Adams pick. Do you reckon Rodriguez is a better shout? Mm, um, probably <laughs> not. I mean, you've... <laughs> This is Ian's preliminary team he's put together. His three strikers are Werner, Martial and Adams. And I know Adams is just going to be a bench warmer, but... He just fit for the money. Why, why don't you pick someone who's going to play every week? Like, you know, Jordan Ayew was cheap. He plays every week for Palace. So oh, Rodriguez. He, well, all right. Rodriguez then. He plays every week for Burnley. He might score the odd goal. Ayew had a better season last year, though. Um... Neither, none of those were to do with Burnley. Have you got any Burnley players? You have. You've got Tarkovsky in your preliminary team and, and Pope. Pope, the two that we See? were just bigging up. Yeah. I've got two. Yeah. I would back those two players. <laughs> I would. I'd back those two players for England as well. I'm going to keep moaning about the England oh, selections until, but then yeah, that's, until until the cows come over. I guess that is why we are the armchair arseholes, though. We are the armchair arseholes. That is the point. Every, nearly every football fan is an armchair arsehole, reckoning they could do it better. Mm. Okay, is that all yeah. the... Uh... So I, I think Burnley's aim this season has got to be to try and get a top-half finish. So like 50-ish points, then? 
Yeah, but I think realistically they'd probably be happy with staying up again this year. Get some more money for staying up. Yeah. Get some more TV rights. But yeah, if you fancy supporting a team in the Premier League and you fancy sucking up the romance of almost a throwback go for Man U. team, then go for Burnley. <laughs> Because that's what they're all about. Don't go for Man U. You said a romance team. No, no, there's nothing romantic about that. You ain't never stepped foot in Manchester, have you? <laughs> no, don't have to. <laughs> well, no, you can watch them on the telly, but I've been. I'm not a Man United fan. I've been to Old Trafford. Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is about Burnley. This is about Burnley. Yeah, I haven't been to Burnley. No. But I should have been. Because they're a good team with a very steep stadium. That fact. was a fact. That, that should have been one of the facts. should have been there when the wind blows. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> when the wind blows, it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> and on that wonderful note. Are we going to end it there? Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> we're, we're both getting tired out and we're... I think we've we've covered all the ground we need to cover with Burnley, and uh, yeah, we've 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 done it to death. And gonna... just before you ask, no, I don't think they've won the paint one on the trophy <laughs> list. <laughs> I think that's my best yeah. comment so far. Yeah, fantastic. Anyway, ta ta.